Welcome to Masters of the Educational Universe with your host, Dr. Jackie Throngard. Welcome back. So this is Workplace Bullying Part 2. So if you missed Workplace Bullying Part 1, you should probably go back and listen to that one. And in that first podcast about workplace bullying, we talked about the experiences outside and at work that may be indicators that you're being bullied. So before we move on, I have a friend of mine that was so nice to remind me that I was once the instigator of the bullying. And I am quite ashamed of this. And I'm going to share this story with you to show how... You know, even if you are a bully, you can change. So there was this gal at work when I worked in the salon industry as a cosmetologist, and she had a pretty nice shift that I kind of sort of wanted. And so I made mean jokes at her and I hurt her feelings. And eventually it got to the point where her husband called work and threatened me and told me to stop teasing her. And unfortunately, all this did was make me feel like I was on the right track because I was trying to get her to quit. And eventually she just did. And so the main goal was to get her shift, and I ended up getting that. However, looking back, it was a really stupid thing to do, and I really miss working with this person, and I I cannot tell you how badly I feel about that as I have matured over the years and how ashamed I am that I was the instigator of that particular situation. So if you are a bully and you have done these things, you can change. And if you want to, there's ways to do that. So in this podcast, let's talk about who is a victim, who is a bully, and what you can do if you're either one. Let's start off with who is a victim. There are a few things that the bully is going to identify with you, and it's not necessarily your fault. The bully sees you as a threat to their standing or job. You are a veteran or the most skilled person in the work group. You are independent and refuse to be subservient to the bully. You are more technically skilled than the bully. You are well-liked at work and have excellent social skills with greater emotional intelligence than the bully. You are ethical and honest with dignity. That could mean that you're a whistleblower or somebody who sees something that's not quite right or not quite ethical and you bring it to the attention of a boss or a manager. And finally, you are non-confrontational, so you do not respond to aggression at work. So somebody might be trying to bully you, but you just kind of ignore them because you're above it. And so that just makes the bully want to try harder to get you. So on the opposite end of that, who is a bully? Well, here are a few things that might indicate that you're a bully. You cannot stand to share the credit for ideas or recognition with a subordinate. This is usually if you're a boss or a veteran employee. You will escalate your campaign of hatred and intimidation to wrest control of the target's work, trying to make them less credible. They make it so that others side with them and eventually succeed at isolating a victim. Hey, don't talk to them. You know, oh, you don't want to be next. So you, you know, you don't talk to them. The bully is never reprimanded at work because of excuses like, well, it's the way that things are around her. Or, hey, this is a competitive job. You got to do what you got to do to get on top here. They have aggressive tendencies that are labeled by others as ambitious. And finally, they kiss up or they become a brown noser to a boss or a person in charge so that their actions of bullying are not questioned. So what can you do if you're a bully? First off, good for you for recognizing it. And secondly, you might want to talk to a counselor or somebody in HR who can recommend a leadership coach for you. So that way you can talk about these behaviors that you have developed and why those things are ineffective and how you can make those necessary changes. And I'm not going to tell you that it's going to be easy, 
If you really want to change, you can, but it's hard and it's painful sometimes because you really have to evaluate yourself and the actions that you're taking and then making that conscious decision to change and then catching yourself in those behaviors. It can be quite humiliating, but trust me, once you do it and you get some emotional intelligence behind you and some proper leadership skills, it's going to be well worth it. And it's going to help your career in the long run because today's working environments are all about emotional intelligence and your leadership style and skills. Let's talk about what you can do if you're a victim. In part one, I told you to go talk with HR. Now, upon some further research, I found that HR has little or no power over an actual bullying situation because they have limited power of authority over individuals in the corporation. So although they might have some techniques on how to work with it and they might be able to pass those along to you, they're probably not going to be able to to diffuse the situation much and they're probably not really going to be able to help you. But you should make a complaint to HR if you do feel like this is happening to you so that at least it's on record. The second thing that I found was there are plans out there to discredit bullies. And like we started at the beginning of this podcast with my little story about being a shift stealer. I'm not going to waste your time talking about these techniques to discredit bullies because I think that it puts you down at their level. And let's just face it, most bullies are excellent liars and manipulators. So if you do go up head to head against them, you might be making yourself a bigger target and then you might actually be hurting yourself in the long run and just making yourself more miserable because you have to put a lot of effort into those situations. What you can do is talk to a counselor about your situation. It can help with some of those thoughts of, I'm crazy, this is not happening to me, or this is my fault. It can actually give you some personal benefit to help ground you in a new career search and help you to figure out what you want to do next. The next thing I can give you for a piece of advice is to take a little bit of time off and talk to someone or do some self-evaluation and figure out what you want in a job, where you want to be with your career, and then make a plan of action to get there and then start that plan of action. I'm not saying quit your job and then hope that your mortgage is going to get paid. I'm not saying that at all. But what I am saying is if you find yourself in a situation that you are being bullied and it's becoming unbearable, make a new plan of action. Take some steps to start moving on with your life and your career. You don't want to be in that situation and it's not going to be a career for you. It's going to be misery day in and day out. So why bother? And I want you to know that there is a company out there that wants your talents. It's going to be a good personality fit for you. It's going to be a good career move. And although it is scary to change, don't be afraid of it. Take control of your destiny. Finally, if you are being bullied, it's not your fault. It's a personality flaw with a bully. It might be that you're extremely brilliant and that, you know, maybe you should take that as a compliment because you are so brilliant that you're being targeted by a bully. Doesn't mean it's fun, but it is saying something about you and the person that you are and the technical skills that you have and what you do have to offer. Well, now that we've had this serious talk about workplace bullying, I'd like to end our time together with a little weird fact. What happens if you eat too much of your own hair? This is a real disease, psychological disorder, where people chew on their own hair. It can actually cause gut blockage, similar to the gum from the previous podcast, and cause death. So quit eating your hair. That and it's really super gross. Thank you for listening. I hope you have a fantastic week. Ta-ta! To contact Dr. Throngard or to guest... You can find her at JackieThrongard.me, Twitter at JackieThrongard, or LinkedIn as Jackie Throngard. By the way, 
Throngard is spelled T-H-R-O-N-G-A-R-D. 